When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce saying, Joyce, we've made it. It's Oscar nominations morning. How do you feel? Um, the same, really. No, I don't know. I, I don't think I fully digested it yet. It's only been, it's 10, 19 right now AM. So we're on the East coast. So it's, it's, it's been two hours. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be doing digesting here. I want to, I want to, we'll go through the dominations and stuff, Joyce. I have a, I have some uh, listener feedback I'll pass along later. I'm very excited to read that one. Oh, I love fan feedback. They're always That's so great. nice, isn't it? It's so great. But, but, but just to, if you're putting this on, you're like, wow, what are the Oscar nominations this year? Uh, great. Welcome to welcome to the show, I guess. Uh, Power of the Dog had 12 nominations. Joyce led the way. Best picture, best director. Domination. Dominating. Just it overperformed even than I, and more nominations than I even expected. Uh, your boy, Jesse Plemons, got in for supporting actor. My my theory panned out that uh, you could go back from December, like mid-December when I floated it and why he would get nominated. So he made it in. Great Very job. happy for him and Kiki. So yeah, the husband, husband and wife, uh, uh, nominees well they're not they're not married they're not yet. married right yeah okay. but a lot of people are reporting them as married along with javier bardem and penelope cruz as like the right. the couples this year right at least they're couples right we don't want to yes. we don't want to have any misinformation here so mm-hmm. they're not married but uh june had 10 nominee nominations joyce uh belfast west side story with seven king richard six don't look up drive my car nightmare alley four <laughs> and then being the ricardo's coda and Canto flea licorice pizza the Lost Daughter, No Time to Die, and The Tragedy of Macbeth all had three. And then Cruella, Eyes of Tammy Faye, Parallel Mothers, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Worst Person in the World had one, uh, two, excuse me. So a, a, a spreading the wealth, I would say, for these nominees. So why don't we go, do you want to just go through? We could go through and uh, yeah, go, our predictions. I believe you, you again, just destroyed me in the predictions. I think I, I, don't, I don't know what I got. So I, it looks like I had a 60, uh, 64%. I think you had something like 70%. So, uh, again, if you're okay. watching this and you're like, boy, who should I listen to? The answer is always Joyce clearly. <laughs> so don't, you don't, no one needs to copy me. Okay. That's, that's the thing. I'm not saying copy you, but I'm just saying, if you're like, Hmm, I have my own thoughts, but Chris and Joyce said different things. Who should I trust? It's definitely choice. See, I, I never encourage people to copy me because I don't need you blaming me if it's wrong. Right. And then if it's right, I don't need you being right because I want to be right. Right. You know, <laughs> so I never encourage people to change your predictions and copy me. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so where do you want to do? You, how do you want to do this? Where do you want to start? You, you want just to do best picture. You, you want to start, start with from best the picture? top to bottom. I yeah, mean, I like for last time we went bottom to top with nominees. I think that's fine. So. And uh, so best picture, the nominees were Power of the Dog, Belfast, West Side Story, Licorice Pizza, Dune, Coda, Don't Look Up, King Richard, and then Drive My Car and uh, Nightmare Alley. Those are the 10. I had eight of those 10. I had Tick, Tick, Boom and House of Gucci were my uh, <laughs> nine and 10 picks. and they were summarily wiped away by drive my car, which is a popular pick. I think we've talked about that a lot as an option for best picture. And then uh, nightmare alley, which snuck in. I-, I was surprised, but maybe not as surprised. I don't know. What do you think? Um, no, I don't think ultimately it's not that. I mean, we've talked about how hard it is. It was to fill out the last two spots. Like, you know, the ironic thing is if this were still a sliding scale, I think we would have all just picked the top eight and called it a day. And that would have been the lineup. But it was those two spots. So I I went nine for 10. I had drive my car, but I kept tick, tick, boom, PJ nominee. I did not put in being the Ricardos. So being the Ricardos. Because <laughs> I also was like, it's not going to go like 10 for 10 with PGA. Right. Um, so and then also I was feeling kind of good after tick, tick, boom, got that uh, surprising editing nominee. Yes. It's shocking but, editing nomination. I was like, wow, that's great. Really encouraging. To yeah, because I thought it was just going to be like Andrew and picture, you know, which we've had before with like Meryl Streep and the Post. You know, those are the only right. two nominations there right. for it. But um, yeah, not totally shocked about Nightmare Alley. Like we've talked about before, like how it was craft heavy. So with such an open race for those bottom two slots and it did get those three craft uh, categories that I think almost everyone was predicting for it. Mm-hmm. So I think like that just kind of carried it into the number nine or 10 slot. Yeah. I was, I was more surprised maybe that tick, tick, boom didn't make it, but then at the same time, so it had an editing nomination. Like we said, the Oscar nomination was split into two halves choice. So we watched them on, I watched them on YouTube. I think you did as well. And, yes. uh, when the, got, the live chat was very chaotic. A <laughs> lot of lot of Lady Gaga fans, which we'll get to obviously when we do Best Actress. Uh, very disappointed for them today, uh, including myself as a, among them. I'm not a I'm not a Gaga stan, Joyce. You're not a little I'm, monster. I'm not. A, that's what they're called, little mon. I'm not a little monster. I'm like a medium monster, I guess. But uh, I would say uh, definitely surprised that she wasn't nominated because I thought she was going to win. But uh, for Best Picture, I was like, oh, Tick Tick Boom got the editing nomination. That was great, but it missed in sound. And we had talked about that being like a fringe sound and especially because they combine the categories. And when it missed in sound, I was like, oh, this is not happening. And then it got editing. I was like, oh, it's happening. And then it didn't happen. So congratulations to those 10 Best Picture nominees. But you know, at least Andrew is not a lone nominee. <laughs> right. So I think Andrew's still in play to win, obviously. And I think, I don't know, it's hard to, you'd be a fool to like try to figure out what the 11th movie was. But I think Tick, Tick, Boom and Lost Daughter, based on how they performed, are probably like, in the conversation for what was the 11th movie, I guess. I don't know. What do you um, think? Yeah. And Ricardo's like Ricardo's was carried by the actors. Really. Right. So those three were really just, like just, the, just acting nominations. Right. So those three were like really the ones I think that were great. I, I mean, you know, I'm early predictions here. I would say if you're thinking of this power of the dog, obviously is the strong yes. favorite. <laughs> 12 nominations as, as we've had this entire time <laughs> hasn't didn't miss anywhere. It's surprisingly actually overperformed, I would say. Right. Cause it got like every nomination probably could have gotten, I think it maxed out if it was, if I was, Oh, it for sure. Maxed out. Yeah. 
Uh, I think if you're like, oh, Belfast is a strong contender, I would say the weakness there is that it missed editing and it missed Katrina Balfe, which we'll get to another big snub. So maybe not as strong as we thought. But, but you know, it got it got Judy done. <laughs> yeah, it got Judy in. And West Side Story, I think, you know, I was very encouraged that it got nominated for Best Picture and Steven Spielberg got in for Best Director, but it missed Tony Kushner for Best Screenplay. And then Dune obviously had the most nom- its second most nominations of 10, but it missed Denny Villeneuve. So I don't know if that's a really big contender. And then Joyce... A lot of uh, the film Twitter buzz yesterday, at least, was like a, tr- a lot of trolling to say that Don't Look Up is going to win Best Picture, uh, which we kind of scoffed at in the Slack. And I would still scoff at now because I just think it didn't get enough nominations and it seems way too polarizing. So I don't know. You yeah, still have I, mean, I think we talked about this when we saw it in like November. Like, it's just it's going to get nominated, but it's not going to win. Right. I think uh, there was definitely like a. What is that? It's like, uh, what's that meme with like the sickos meme, right? That's what like I felt like the vulture piece on like why don't look up would win best picture was like. A, a, I, I, a, I feel like that discourse was also peaked at the end of December when it hit Netflix, because that was right. when everyone was watching it. And now I'm right. just like, OK, we know it's not going to win. <laughs> I'll, give <laughs> you an op- I'll give you a surprising or uh, I don't know if surprising, but I, and I wouldn't predict this because I'm still going to pre- predict power of the dog. But I honestly wonder how, you know. King Richard feels to me like maybe the fourth most likely or third most likely winner here because it really overperformed a little as well. It got in for screenplay. It got in for editing for Pamela Martin. I could, if there was a a phase two bump for that, I would not be surprised, but obviously I think power of the dog is going all the way here myself. Yeah. It's, it's power of the dog. I don't, I don't even know what I would put in second. I guess Belfast will put in second. I have Belfast I think in second, but I, I would be, I could, I can make the case for Rick King. Richard. You know how sometimes like something is just like so obvious, like you don't even care or like you don't care, but like you don't think about like how you would rank the rest. Wow. <laughs> you just don't put a lot of thought into it. You know what I mean? I mean, it is a pretty, it is seemingly like it's power of the dog. Uh, like, uh, and it, we'll go down. You want to do best director next while we're on this? Sure. Okay. So the nominees for, I'm, I'm, I got too many windows open as usual. The nominees for best director were, first of all, uh, what do you think of how they did it by film? That threw me off a little bit. I'm just not going to lie. They've, they've always done it by film. I guess I was just expecting it by first, uh, by last name. So I was like, did Paul Thomas Anderson get snubbed? And then no, he didn't. So uh, obviously Belfast, Kenneth Rana was the nominee. Drive My Car, Rizuke Hamaguchi, uh, Liquor's Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, Power of the Dog, Gene Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Joyce, I, I, I swung big here. And I had Julia DeCurno in here and she did not get nominated. And, and, and you, you stuck with it. <laughs> I stuck with it. Well, I had assumed that Branagh and Spielberg would get snubbed. And I was wrong in which one of the DGA nominees would get snubbed. And Denny Villeneuve was actually left out. I, I love the way Leslie Jordan could not say Denny Villeneuve. Oh, uh, in, like multiple times. Just, I, God, you know me. If anybody has watched literally any of these enjoys it, you know, I don't know how to say anybody's name, but man, Denny Villeneuve, even... I would have even accepted Dennis, you know, it didn't seem. No, no, Snoop Dogg did a better job. Snoop Dogg, best uh, nominations uh, presenter of the season, I would say. So, uh, yeah. so how'd you do here, Joe? So I got three out of five, like I said. Uh, uh, I got four out of five because nice. I I had Ryosuke Hamaguchi. I kept Spielberg. That was my, I too was debating whether to drop Brown or Spielberg. And I, I kept Spielberg. Um, I think that the safest route here would have been for someone to just predict the DJ five and hope to go four for five. Right. Um, so if, if you were torn between who to drop, but then, yeah. So it was like Denis who was snubbed and we talked about it last week, how it was possible because it's 
you know, half a movie. <laughs> you were, I got to say, I've watched and listened to a lot of award stuff. And you were maybe the only person I heard who, who suggested, suggested that he could be snubbed. And he there are a lot of Dune stands out there. I mean, I, I enjoy the movie fine, but I am not a Dune stand. Sorry to all the Dune stands. Like it was, I am a Dune. you know, very well-made movie. Um, I probably would not watch it again. I've just I will, offended so many people right now. <laughs> I've watched it twice and I love it, but I would say I was, I guess in hindsight, it is obvious that he was potentially not as strong as we expected. Cause it, it felt like, I feel like I've said this a lot to the point of just irrelevance, but I'm like, a lot of these nominations feel like an enthusiasm play, right? Like, it's like, oh, who's really excited about these nominations or these these people who we're voting for? Well, it's also the, you need the number one votes as well. And I'm like, I think Denny, and we saw this, I think with, well, maybe Katrina was different, but I was like, I guess maybe people were just like, had Denny in at like four or five. Right. Because it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's in there. Like, sure. I think I think what happened to him is what happened to his arrival star five right. years ago, Amy Adams, who was probably mm-hmm. I don't think anyone was predicting her to win that year. But we all thought she was going to be nominated. So right. I think she was in those like four or five slots. And I think that's what killed him here. And that was a, that's a I should you were you were you you still predicted him, but I have to give you credit because you were literally the only person who I, I literally I scoffed at it last week and you were like, he could get snubbed. I was like, no way he's gonna get something. Like I well, I, I thought of that when I was moving PTA up to second after BAFTAs, which uh completely opposite of what happened here today. Right. <laughs> BAFTA nominations compared to today. But then I and then I because I already had run out. So I was like, what if I put him back in and drop uh Denis? Because I still wanted to keep Hamaguchi. Right. So, but I, I didn't do it. But yeah. So, I mean, like Jane Campion, we've had here winning for forever. Yeah. I feel like also, congratulations winning. to Jane. Finally, the, the first woman to be nominated twice for Best yes. Director. Yes. And congratulations to Jane probably on her future Oscar win in this yeah. category. She's going to well. exact revenge on Spielberg since she lost to him 28 years ago. If I had to rank them now, I would say Jane in first and probably Rizuke Hamaguchi second. Even See, though- again, like I'm like, who is second here? I would say him because... I don't, I don't think obviously licorice pizza and Paul Thomas Anderson is great. And we just mentioned them twice in the beginning here, but it only got three nominations. And we would argue it underperform. He got yeah. three nominations himself, right. For producer, director, and writer. Pretty but what, yeah, the movie definitely underperformed based on, I think how we thought it could have done. And Kenneth mm-hmm. ran for Belfast still to me, it doesn't feel, I think he's got a better shot. You could argue in screenplay than he yeah. does in director. And I think Spielberg, maybe I think was, I felt excited that he got in because I really thought he was going to get snubbed and a lot of sharp uh, people probably thought he was also going to get snubbed. I felt like that was like the popular, the mm-hmm. drop was him. So I'm not sure he has a ton of support here to win. So I think maybe Rasuke gets in cause he got picture director and adapted screenplay and international. Yeah. Director. I mean, if, if you go by nominated films, like West Side Story is the next most nominated right. after Power of the Dog and then it's Drive My Car. Right. So I think that you could say he's so. second Hamaguchi, but uh, Jane Campion, congratulations on the Oscar. Jane, we're really proud of you for winning here for, for Power of the Dog and those Bronco Henry memes, I guess, really uh, just a strong. Can we give an Oscar to Bronco Henry? I mean, Netflix film Twitter account would probably love that, I'm sure. I know. I wonder if they'll How do... did he not get into Best Supporting Actor? I wonder what kind of Bronco Henry bits they'll do at the Oscars this year. Well, they do. They should probably Henry. open with one. They could. Yeah. Uh, no, they should open. We don't talk about Bruno. What if they do a, we don't talk about Bruno Bronco Henry. Uh, <gasps> like a mashup. Mashup. Yes. mashup. Yeah. Mashup. Yeah. Yeah. Let my mom Miranda can write something. Sure. It'll be fine. 
and then Joyce, she won an Emmy for that song. So, <laughs> Joyce, uh, any other uh, best director thoughts before we go to best actress, which was just an absolute uh, it's a bloodbath, <laughs> <laughs> totally chaos. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Congrats to Jane. Yeah, very happy. Uh, best actress choice. The nominees were. I, I knew from the minute one that I totally botched this because I got two out of the five. Uh, best actress nominees were Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. She did it. She did it. She, she did, did it, it, Joe. Uh, let's start there. But just I was we wrote her off. All the precursors said to write her off. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we did say she could get in because she would have her supporters for the number one votes. And it seems like she did. And congratulations to Kristen Stewart, because obviously people were really, really hot on her getting an Oscar nomination in August and September when Spencer. Really until January 12th. (laughs) And then kind of took a dive uh, after SAG. And after BAFTAs, and now she, there she is. So she made it in. So congrats to her. Uh, Jessica Stan for Isaac Tammy Faye. We have talked about that performance is amazing, but I just was like, the movie's not that great. And I wondered if people would watch it. They obviously did. So good for her. Penelope Cruz, you were on Joyce. I, I had her in and out and in and out. I ended up with her out at the end. Uh, hey, I put her back in. Pleased to see that. You kind of like, we. you kind of called that, that Sony Pictures did a great job of getting that's Carol that's what so many pictures does like in front of the right it's, people it's like a stealth assassin it just does like behind the scenes maneuvering it doesn't care about you know these critics awards really or like the regional critics <laughs> no, no shade to uh kristen stewart's hall but right. you know penelope won the, the two of the big three she won uh national society in la right uh which is great and it was a late release so it's it's you know, similar to what they did with the father last year, you know, we teased them for holding it off for so long, but they knew they had a winning lottery ticket with Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Um, and it won two Oscars and made best picture, you know, and uh, I, I think it, it did the same sort of here. Uh, you know, she won the Volpe cup over Kristen Stewart at Venice, which was already major because a lot of people were expecting Kristen to win. So that should have been her first sign about uh, Spencer's trajectory, really. And yeah, I think uh, Sony Pictures just knows how to target Ampus voters. And, you know, the film opened recently in the past month, and you could really kind of see the support even amongst like famous people, like all of her friends were posting about it on Instagram and how great like Penelope Cruz was and everything. And sure, like it's just famous people supporting famous people, but they don't do it for every single performance or movie that they watch, you know? Right. And so, also the famous people vote for the Oscars, Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's Pedro Almodovar's best film, um, but it's a good one. And I think it was also hurt by not being Spain's pick for international feature. So people sort of wrote it off. And I also never expected her to make that because it's just like not really what they go for. And she wasn't like an early front runner or anything. Uh, but it felt like she was building a buzz at the right time. She took a hit when she missed the BAFTA long list. But now I've just reconciled that as just it being a late arrival. So I guess I put too much stock into that. Cause I was like, Oh, that seems bad for her. Uh, and then it, the it was bad <laughs> and it was bad, but then she got in anyway. 
So uh, congrats to her. And then the other nominees was, so I got two out of five here. I got totally wiped out. The other nominees were uh, obviously uh, Nicole Kim in for Ricardo's and Olivia Coleman for Lost Daughter. Most people I feel like had them in, right? Like that was not a surprise. The, the yeah. big surprise here was uh, Lady Gaga Joyce, who got every precursor uh, and then did not even get nominated. I want to read she, it. She's I, the only best actress contender to hit every precursor. And then she I'm, missed. Here's an email from John uh, to me from this morning. You should retire now because you thought Gaga was going to win Best Actress Oscar 2022. You are a joke. So uh, thank you for the feedback, John. Appreciate it. And uh, have you handed in your your two weeks notice? That's it. This is I'm retiring. Start. I'll apply for uh, Social Security. I think right. That still exists. So Mm -hmm. we'll take care of that. Uh, I I don't know. I I thought she was going to win, Joyce. I had her winning, Lady Gaga. I mean, all. I don't think you can blame anyone for predicting Gaga, not just for the nomination, but also to win when she hit every single precursor. <laughs> and, uh, there, you know, and she won a, you know, she won New York. That was her big uh, critics prize early, very early on in the season. So I, I think ultimately like that, that movie was just, you know, quote unquote too like trashy for the Oscars. So it seemed and, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like yesterday I took it out of costumes. I put Sierra Noah in your face. I mean, that was like a bold move and I'm like, you got it right. Cause it missed. Yeah. I got, I went five for five in costumes. Um, uh, and I never wait. believed in Jared. Sorry to Jared. Right. Um, but it just, that, that performance for one is polarizing. So I never thought he could amass like the necessary number one votes. Uh, if any at all, like I felt like if, people put him in, he would probably be just, you know, a bottom dweller, like four or five or something. So once like, like he missed, um, and also like a very open category and then like costumes missed, I was like, is like, Oh, it it made makeup. Right. Yeah. So I was like, how many nominations is is Gucci going to get? Cause I know like you had Gucci in best picture. I did because I was like I was more bullish on. It. I did not have Jared in, but I had Best Picture, Lady Gaga. I had makeup, and I had costumes. So I had four for yeah, Gucci. yeah. Because I know like a lot of people are putting Gucci back into Best Picture just to fill out the tenth slot, and I was like, oh, is Gucci just going to get like two nominations? <laughs> My thinking was the reason I put it back in was because a I thought that Lady Gaga was like a lock for Best Actress. So I was like, already mm-hmm. have that support there, and then b like we had talked about, it did overperformed i guess a little at the baftas right and it was the best british film nominee there and between that and the sag i was like and and like we're pretty sure she was top two at bafta right so i was like it probably has enough support internationally and i think ridley scott had enough like thinking of it beyond like divorced from the content of the movie i was like people like ridley scott it had like he has like a an army of like really talented crafts people on it and then you have the actors branch maybe helping push it up to get to that 10th best picture spot. So that was my rationale, but obviously way wrong because it totally flopped uh, here. Uh, complete, you know, one nomination, right? I mean, that's it. So, but also like, I think like this category has been so splintered the entire season. Like she could have missed out by very little. Like so was, we have no idea. You, I was looking at this. I had two out of the five. The other people I had were Lady Gaga. I had Alana Haim for Licorice Pizza buoyed by the BAFTA nominations because they felt like there was a lot of support for the movie. And then I had Renata Runsbay for Worst Person in the World, which I was feeling so cocky about when it got in at as a screenplay nominee. I was like, look at this. I got, uh, this girl is getting nominated for an Oscar. 
And then, no, she wasn't. And then you also had, so I had those three, none of them got nominated. You also had like Jennifer Hudson was a possibility here. Uh, who first, who she was nominated at SAG, not in here. Uh, Amelia Jones, maybe I saw some pundits like throwing out there as a possibility uh, for Coda. Also a BAFTA nominee. BAFTA, a BAFTA nominee. didn't get any of them here. No, it's yeah. wild. Uh, so yeah, and, and Rachel Zegler, obviously we've talked about. So there was like a lot of options and I would not be surprised if this was like a very, like you said, like, there, there were like 10 names. I think competing it was very, very slots. tight. I think this and any permutation would have made sense. Yeah. <laughs> and also um, this is, this is all the first time in the provincial era that none of the best actress nominees are in best picture nominees, which we've talked about before, how we were looking for a best actress nominee and a best picture nominee. And we thought like, I think after BAFTA last week, we were like, Oh, it'll be like Alana Heim. Right. That's we're why I kept her in. Cause I was like, Oh, well that'll definitely be a best picture nominee. So. No. Joyce, who is going to win this category? I have no idea. I think I, I, I've had Nicole. Um, so I think I'll just keep Nicole, especially, I mean, it's not just the acting branch that votes for the winners, but Ricardo's got three acting nominations. So Ricardo's got three acting nominations. I also have Nicole winning, uh, back to her winning. I, I, I mean, like, like Lost Daughter also got a surprise uh, acting nomination right? for Jesse Buckley, so. The thing that I think is wild about this category is basically because there's no best picture nominee here. I feel like the campaigning part of phase two would really help somebody here. Like you could make the case that Kristen Stewart could win or Jessica Chastain or any of these people, Penelope Cruz as well, obviously beyond like Coleman and Kidman who seem like the top two by most accounts, because I'm like, if they have like a really charming run here, they really only have to, you know, you just have to, now it's like, that's it. You got the nomination. Like Kristen Stewart could easily win. I think. Maybe not easily, but like I would not be shocked if she ends up winning after not thinking she would even get nominated. So I, I don't really know who's going to win here. I I think she's probably still fifth. Um, she's she's Spencer's only nomination. Right, that's the uh, biggest problem. But and I think and you know, no Best Actress winner has won without a SAG nomination. So she and Melope don't have that. But I mean, isn't that like? those kind of stats are made to be broken, right? Like, I feel like no one that no one's done that, but yeah, but I think they'll the, just do the that. thing is, I think if the field were different, if she weren't up against, you know, Jessica, Nicole and Olivia who were SAG nominated, especially Olivia, because SAG lineup was like so biopic heavy and she got in for playing a fictional character. Right. And then she got in here and also coattailed or Jesse Buckley coattailed her right. in here. So I think that's still, I, I don't think you can completely discount the importance of the SAG nomination because there's still overlap, even though the membership makeup is becoming increasingly divergent between the mm-hmm. two bodies. Um, and, you know, she, since she's neither she nor Penelope are nominated there, like they don't get a chance to make a speech. Like, right. like the SAG awards are going to have a show. Um, I, I can see like Jessica winning that, like that is such a SAG baby performance, even if she doesn't win the Oscar, like I can see her. Maybe she ends up winning the Oscar. If you talk to our staff here at Gold Derby, everyone loves her performance. Very like team Chastain. Everybody loves Jessica Chastain. So maybe she does come back. I know. And and this is her first nomination in nine years since Zero Dark Thirty. And I guess if you were looking at the nominees and if you wanted like, say like Cruz and Stewart are like the four or five let's say just because like the nomination is their reward and then you have kidman coleman and chastain in the top of the list coleman won previously so maybe there's not as much you know 
oomph to give her another Oscar. And Kidman, like we've talked about, it is a polarizing movie and a polarizing performance. So Jessica Chastain, the movie isn't as strong, but I don't think, like we've talked about, not one person has said a bad thing about her performance. It is pretty undeniable. So maybe that pushes her I, in. I, I feel like I, between the three of them, like Coleman is probably the happy medium. Right. Because, I mean, both, I think, Ricardo's and Tammy Faye are weak in different ways right. and less acclaimed than The Lost Daughter. And it got that extra nomination for Jesse Buckley. And, you know, Olivia, she's like in the afterglow of, of that, her win last time. Like she could easily be our generation's Glenda Jackson. Right. And win two Best Actress Oscars in three years. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess I guess the thing is, since BAFTA did not overlap at all here, who's winning BAFTA now? Like is Gaga still going to win? It, I, it doesn't matter because like, they could do whatever they want. They could do whatever they want. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe. I still think she could. I, I still have her in winning, but who knows? I don't know. Who else would you pick? I mean, I could um, see Renate Reinsbey winning, honestly. I thought she I, I mean, I, I guess if it's not her, probably Joanna Scanlon. Right. Um, I could see Renate winning. If, if they winning. just want to just be very homegrown, right. since it doesn't matter because i do feel like a lot of since bafta became a precursor like 21 years ago like they have been sort of rubber stamping especially recently so now that they can't rubber stamp the oscar frontrunner or whoever or an oscar nominee at all maybe they'll like the voters will actually vote like who they want to win instead of wanting to be on the winning team and voting right. for that person maybe uh, Joyce, best actor. Let's go to that. We've got, it was the SAG five, uh, the SAG five. Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. I went four or five. I, I kept, I was, I slept on Denzel all season just cause I didn't love the movie. I had Leonardo DiCaprio in there instead. And, uh, no, it just went Denzel. So, uh, did you, I got Denzel is, is like Meryl. Like he is just gonna get in. If he hits like precursors, like he's just gonna get in for like whatever. Like if he can make it in for that flop of a movie, <laughs> Roman J. Israel Esquire. That was it. He can you make right. it in for Macbeth. Right. So uh, uh and then did you did you go five for five then or did you switch out Javier for I I have Leon set of Javier. Okay. So, so I I kept yeah. Javier because I just felt like people loved him. I think he was still the fourth like contender here. And I think Denzel maybe snuck in at five. That's that's what I'm going. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, but those well, are- Ricardo's got three acting nominations, right? Uh, so that that's uh, so. There you go. I don't know. I, I who do you have anything here? Change your thoughts on who would win? I would say Benedict um, Cumberbatch is ascendant because of the power of the dog strength. I still think Will Smith wins. I I mean I haven't done like my winner predictions yet, but I I have Benedict in first. Wow, and. I, I mean, I now I feel good after I got 12 <laughs> nominations still. Um, so, but also here, they only match two for five with Best Picture nominees. So not not a great year for uh, like actors in Best Picture no. <laughs> lineups or nominees. Um, yeah, I think it would be cool if Andrew won. Uh, I, think, I think he can still win SAG. I don't know if he can win the Oscar. I felt like he's not going to win the Oscar because I think he I, I think he picture. needed the best picture nomination. I do too. Um, um, I but do there is a lot of love for that performance. So I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if Will wins, like not surprising at all. 
if Wilwin's not surprising, but I could see Benedict being like the winner again. Like the movie obviously is the most liked 12 nominations completely overperformed. Uh, I mean, last time uh, Jane Cambion had a huge contender uh, opposite a Spielberg film. She swept lead actress and supporting actress for Holly Hunter and Anna Paquin. And Anna Paquin is the second youngest supporting actress winner and Cody Smith-McPhee can become the second youngest supporting actor winner. So, right. I think I could definitely see Benedict winning here. I I, I absolutely could see that. I guess I'll be curious. It'll depend on like what the phase two Will Smith campaign is like, because obviously he's, he's kept the lowest profile among the nominees. Which I actually love. Like he's he's so low key and it's like, totally great. But yeah. he just let the movie speak for itself. He really like that was it. He just was like the movie's good. I, I didn't remember when people were so mad that he wasn't at Telluride or whatever, nope. like shaking hands and kissing nope. babies. I'm like, who cares? It's awesome, like, totally rules. So I could see, him, but I could still see Benedict winning because I think in the end people vote for what they like the most, and if they like Power of the Dog the most, mm-hmm. then I think he could just easily win. But I mean, obviously that's the top two. Uh, I mean, not much else to say about best actor. I don't know. I was just like, it, it was the SAG five one. You're, you're much better at this stuff than me. How, when was the last time it even matched that like way from Oscars to SAG? Do you know? It, last year? year. It was five for five last year too. Yeah. It was Anthony Hopkins, Riz, Chadwick Boseman, Gary Oldman, and Stephen Young. Oh, I forgot Gary Oldman. Right? I mean, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. So I asked Joyce. We'll look it up. I, I trust you though. Well, last year the whole thing was like, would um, Chadwick Boseman win opposite four people from Best Picture nominees because he was right. the only one not from a Best Picture nominee. Right. Uh, let's go to Best Supporting Actress Choice. This one was uh, just unhinged. I would say another unhinged one. Uh, Jesse Buckley, Lost Daughter, Aaron and DeBose, West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunn for Power of the Dog, and Anjanae Ellis for King Richard. Uh, no Katrina Balf. Um, Jesse Buckley is the new Kathy Bates. Just, we kicked it off in the bag. <laughs> loved it so much. Uh, I, I was, I love Jesse Buckley's performance in Lost Daughter. I was very excited that she got nominated. I did not think it was incredibly likely but it's definitely not one that I was like disappointed to see. I was also, so like the thing with Kathy Bates last time was I was like, oh man, like JLo didn't make it. Cause you just knew cause right. you know, she was BA and here with Jesse Buckley, I was like, oh, Katrina didn't make it. Cause obviously BA and we skipped that. So then I still thought that was like the big snub, but then Judy makes it. And I was like, oh my God. Like Shocking. who didn't make it out of, cause then like Kirsten was next. So I was like, is it Ingenue or Ruth? And poor Ruth. So no Ruth Nega here, despite, I think we were really encouraged by her performance throughout the, the preseason here and the precursors, but no, mm-hmm. the Judy Dench nomination is absolutely shocking to me. And yet not at all because it's Judy Dench. And she does have like, if you're going to cry, she has, Belfast, she has the final scene. If you're going to cry at Belfast, you're going to cry because Judy Dench is like, sad grandma saying goodbye to her family. Right. Like, yeah. So if the voters got their last, if people watching Belfast, the last thing they're going to remember is Judy Dench and they're mm-hmm. not going to remember Katrina Boff's like awesome scene on the bus. And there we go. I don't know. I would, another one, I guess, Joyce, I would chalk up to like the Denny Villeneuve thing though. Maybe do you put any weight into the conspiracy theory that uh, Katrina was actually maybe enough vote, maybe a lot of voters had her in lead actress and you slacked that to me while we were 
like during the break. And yes. I was like, no, I just like laughed. <laughs> I, I slacked you and I said, what if she gets nominated? I don't think this is a Kate Winslet situation. <laughs> I really thought maybe she would get nominated for Best Actress. First of all, Best Actress, like we said, was like a total like. But mess. she's not a lead in that movie. Like, no, she's not a lead, though. I mean, Scott Feinberg way back when suggested that she could get nominated as a lead actress. Not, not so. a lead. <laughs> But I was just like, oh, I guess I'm saying I could see possible that she got best actress votes and people maybe did not put her in their ballots. People who put her on best actress in their ballots obviously wouldn't have put her on their right. best supporting yeah. actress. And that could have like hurt her overall against Judy Dench, where everybody would Judy Dench is a no doubt supporting actress uh contender, obviously, because she's a supporting I mean, in my mind, they were all supporting except for Jude Hill. <laughs> so. I agree. I, I'm not saying I just I think that probably hurt her. Her potential. I, I think more so just based on um Belfast's overall performance, like seven nominations, like still a good haul, but I think they're not in love with it as one maybe would have expected based on the response out of Tally Arrive when everyone was declaring it like the best picture winner and a crowd pleaser and everything. And you know, we talked about, I mean, like we talked about it in like October when they finally you know, decided on Katrina and Jamie Dorman being in supporting if they could get four supporting nominations, you know? Uh, I mean, that was like super early on. And that was also before I had even seen the movie. But after I saw it, I was like, like, I don't think like Jamie's out. Like, I never had Jamie. I'm sorry to Jamie. But it just didn't seem feasible to me, no matter how open supporting actor was at the time. And I think it was just more that they not like laziness, but they just kind of defaulted to Judy. Like, like you said, like she has um, the the bittersweet ending and, you know, you, it, it makes you cry uh, similar to how like Kieran Hines' performance as, you know, grandpa makes you cry as well. Right. And so I could see them just defaulting to her and, you know, we knew Ruth would most likely be a lone nominee here. And uh, the supporting categories are kinder to best picture coattails and right. Belfast is a best picture nominee. So. Right. And of these, then I guess the only, it's kind of surprising, like looking at this, I was like, I really feel like lost daughter should have gotten best picture nomination. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like it must've been really. Well, when, when she got that nomination, I was like, Oh, it's like lost daughter going to get the 10th spot. Yeah. I really <laughs> think it must have been very close because like, that's a great nomination. And Ariana DeBose seemingly is like the, be still the front runner here. I would not pick against her. Um, but you know, I, everybody else, I was very happy to Kirsten Dunn's got nominated, obviously her first nomination on Janae Ellis, I mm-hmm. think as well. We kind of like, were nervous about her potentially getting in here after SAG, but that seems like a weird outlier. I don't still don't understand it, honestly, but, um, there she is here for an Oscar. Yeah. So. Well, they, yeah, they, they went with Kate Blanchett and Nightmare Alley. Right. There. Strange, still strange, strange, strange beat. Um, Best Supporting Actor, Joyce. Uh, the nominees were uh, Kieran Hins for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. So uh, the best of times, the worst of times for me. I got three out of five here, but I love J.K. Simmons and Being Ricardos. It's truly one of my favorite. I mean, you had all four year. Ricardos people in at some point. I had all four Ricardos people in at some point. I definitely was like, thought jk simmons could get nominated but i thought he really needed sag to, he didn't get nominated sag right like that was uh, no i think ricardo's was very close to ensemble and sag it must have been but we talked yeah. about they kind of maybe 
if you go by the rules, the only members of the ensemble were the four leads. They did not have separate title cards for yes. everyone else. A mistake. And that was a mistake because I think they would have gotten in if you had like Tony Hale, Aaliyah Shawkat, uh, Jake Lacey, et cetera, et cetera, having separate title cards. But uh, so again, if these just like you, for you, for like bring us, talk to us about this if you're campaigning because uh, we have good insights on these things. But uh, J.K. Simmons definitely should have gotten an Oscar nomination just for it's 1015 somewhere. And so hopefully that's his Oscar clip. Uh, incredible <laughs> drunk performance as William Frawley. Just loved him so much in the movie. So that was great. Uh, and then everybody else, you were right on. You've been talking about Jesse Plemons. You should take a victory lap again. I just feel like but you, I, right you know, I'm, I'm slightly annoyed because I, I I presented a theory in December. Yes. Put him in there. Kept him in. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm actually I'm mad at BAFTA because BAFTA copied my lineup plus Woody Norman. Right. And then Aaron started jumping on board the Jesse Plemons train after BAFTA right. <laughs> last week. So I'm very annoyed at BAFTA. I, I wish they had not nominated Jesse Plemons. <laughs> So I did but, not jump on the train. I kept, I, I stayed off your train and uh, I, I should have just jumped on as yeah, well. So, you know, I had, um, I, I'm going to, I got four out of five here. So I'm going to take that as a win because I was prepared to go two out of five, right. like SAG did. So. so I went three out of five because I, I stuck with uh, Bradley Cooper for licorice, licorice pizza. And I had Mike Feist in there for West. I know Coast. our guy. So sad. RIP to Mike Feist's Oscar, but uh, oh, he's number one in our hearts, I guess. Joyce. Number one in our hearts. And, you know, he has a pinball movie coming out with an incredible mustache. It's truly so great that mustache. obviously takes place in the licorice pizza universe. <laughs> and um, we're going to run the campaign for that. Hopefully. So. Looks, looks great. The mustache looks awesome. Um, Lick, Bradley Cooper, licorice pizza. You were kind of very anti-licorice pizza last week and or his performance in it. And we're like, yeah. it's a cameo. He's not going to get in. I thought the John Peters of it, plus the fact that he rules would get him in. It did not work. You were right, as usual. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like that theory of mine, I have no proof, but I think that that was like people's thinking too. Just and also just based on how like licorice pizza performed overall. But I, I always felt like I enjoyed this, this entire sequence a lot and he's great, but that character was so unnecessary to like the overall story right and yeah i was always wary of those three uh sag people who miss him jared leto and uh our guy ben affleck (laughs) who i was just like i I never even like thought about him no offense to ben after that sag nomination i was like this just reeks of the you know jared leto like little things snub from last year and it's a perfect it's a perfect SAG movie. I rewatched Tender Bar. It's totally harmless. Yeah, and, and like, they were screening that like super early in October, yeah. which is when we saw it. Right. Just and you know, he's a huge early. star. Like the the SAG lineup was always it, it felt like too star studded for me, especially for the acting branch, which is a little bit more like high minded. Um, so, and uh, again, the sporting categories are kind of to coattails. And I, I didn't, I didn't think like Bradley had enough because it was just a glorified cameo and I didn't have Gucci and as a best picture nominee, Why? I didn't have Jared that, that performs is so polarizing. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, Ricardo's is not a best picture nominee, but actors clearly loved it and everyone loves JK Simmons. And he just so. rules in the movie. I mean, I guess it, with the Ricardo's, whether you like, I mean, like, obviously, it's not a very well-liked movie, I would say, broadly. Certainly not on the internet. It's not liked. Obviously, the voters have a different take on it than, like, you know, Twitter users. Uh, and uh, But 
I mean, if you watch the movie, it's like Javier Bardem and J.K. Simmons are definitely like the best parts, I would argue. They're J.K. Definitely the is engaging. also, yeah, like the comic relief. So funny. Uh, yeah. And also, I, I mean, good for him for finally getting the follow-up nomination after his win, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people had Jared in here for his uh, follow-up finally. And it's J.K. So Too much prosciutto in that one, Joyce. Uh, maybe next <laughs> time slightly, he went slightly, slightly, slightly less boof next time for Jared. Uh, Joyce, so... I guess now we'll be talking about who's going to win here. And yeah, Cody. Have, it seemingly is Cody, but I guess, could you make the argument that he splits his vote with Jesse and like, even no, Troy or no. Kira? I mean, we talked about this with BAFTA last week. Like Jesse's not going to hurt him at all. <laughs> like, no, but I wonder if like last year, but like, like Keith and Daniel, I'll tell, I'll say this. I think if, again, in a phase two, hard to argue. Anybody would be more uh, hilarious and charming than Troy Kotzer. If you haven't seen him like react to his BAFTA nomination, falling off his seat. Uh, literally great, great viral moment. And I'm just like, I don't know. I could see him generating enough, uh, enough support. And if he ever pulled off like a shocking win, like imagine if he won SAG or something, like, I, I think mean, that I, I could, could like, see him winning SAG. And I think that could like springboard him off because I think, you know, you're, you're talking about really the top two contenders here. If it's Cody and Troy, right. Those seeming like part they of the were the only two who were locked really. I mean, I guess you could say Kieran, um, but he did miss SAG. But neither so of them, I guess, less, the less thing, safe. Right. Neither, neither of them are known quantities, right? To like the broad public. So I think if like, now while the broad public isn't voting for Oscars, I think if like Troy, like if Troy is like a great speech or he gets to win and, you know, at SAG, that could really help him push forward against Cody. But I guess we'll see. I don't know. I think Cody's going to win also, but I think you can make the case for Troy. Um, those are the, so that's the acting. And you want, let's do uh, adapted screenplay joints quickly. It was, Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Power of the Dog, and The Lost Daughter. And again, the disrespect of Tony Kushner. We knew this was coming, I feel like, and I did not predict it because I refused to predict it. I didn't want to even put it into the ether, and it happened anyway. Uh, Just a devastating... You know, there's just like a musical bias, I think. I mean, the first West Side Story, the only category it did not win in its sweep was adapted screenplay. Right. And I think... Um, there was bias against the movie too. I think this version of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think most people agreed this was better than the first one, but I think it's, yeah, I think there's just people don't look at musical scripts the same way as they do a, a regular narrative feature because it's like, oh, it's like half the movie are songs, and right. like, what are you writing in here? <laughs> you it's know, just, it should have gotten nominated. I just, I'm shocked that he, he, it was yeah, he does. Best. I mean, I, I recommend uh, reading. I recommend reading all. Most of these scripts are online, so you could Google them and read them. Um, great, um, just, just to see how things are written on the page, and how each screenwriter, you know, operates differently. Um, and yeah, there's, there's like a lot of stuff in that script that I don't think you would see like in, in the film or, you know, just understand like the characterization and same thing. Like I read the power of the dog script as well, same thing. And I read the book after I saw the movie. So it's a lot, a lot of changes there. Well, but, or things like they, she couldn't adapt into right. it, but just great scripts. I also read the, the no way home script, <laughs> not nominated, but. Nominated so. in our hearts, Joyce. Again, another one. Nominated in our hearts. Nominated. I really just wanted to see how they um, 
label like Toby and Andrew like was it Peter two and Peter three and they just call them uh, Rami verse Peter and Web verse Peter. <laughs> wow, I love that it's Web verse. Uh, I guess Mark Web, right? Okay. Yeah, Mark Web. Sure. <laughs> um, Joyce, so pre- presumptive favorite here would be Jane Campion because she won in this category uh, for the piano. Can you make? The, can I? Can but she, you... she won original. Oh right, I'm right. She won screenplay. Excuse me. Right for for piano. Uh, can you make the case that she doesn't win here? No. <laughs> I kind of want to say she won't. I kind of want to predict Maggie Gyllenhaal for her lost daughter. Okay. My reason Why? being, again, I think it's like a very uh, acknowledged, difficult adaptation because of like the one front Ferrante novel and people like Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's what I got so far. But give me the Oscars aren't for another six weeks. So give me some time. And I think I could like gin up a, a reason to get Maggie Gyllenhaal to win here. <laughs> Okay. Um, listen, I'm not going to talk you out of it, so you can do, do whatever you want. That's <laughs> well, not some time to talk me out of it, but let's see. Um, original screenplay choice was Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. Snubbed for Aaron Sorkin uh, for being the Ricardos, which based on, again, how the movie played out, I'm not totally surprised, though I did not predict it, obviously. He's very hit, hit or miss with the Oscars, really. Right. So I guess the biggest surprise here for me was, well, worst person in the world. I didn't see a lot of people predicting at all. I, I at all. I had para, I had Pedro Almodovar for Parallel Mothers in here. And I guess King Richard actually hanging in. Congratulations, Zach Balin. Uh, I felt like that would fall out, but it did not. And uh, it, I mean, this this category, uh, no offense to any of these nominees, was pretty weak. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had a wash here because I had Parallel Mothers in. Uh, and I swapped it out for King Richard, but I still had being a Ricardo. So. Um, cinematography, Joyce, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy Macbeth, and West Side Story. I went five for five here. I think same. I <laughs> so justice for the puddle shot. We got it. In. It, 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 it came true. It came true. It's Anne Hathaway and Yon. I was also uh, buoyed by the fact that yesterday the British Cinematographers Guild um nominated Yanush right and snubbed Belfast so I was like I'll just keep West Side Story in here pretty great uh very I love this list of nominees we talked about this last week when we were doing the predictions honestly any one of these if they won I'd be happy with yeah great great list um and obviously if Ari Wagner won would be the first woman to win and I I've got her in first right now I think she'll win not just because she did first woman you're gonna do a power of the dog sweep but not Jane Campion and adapted screenplay yes <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh costume design choice was Cruella Cyrano, uh Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Joyce, I've spoken to uh Cyrano and West Side Story, Paul Tadswell, uh in the costume round. So good for me getting two of these five nominees interviews with them. But did, did you predict both of them? I did not have Cyrano. I had uh oh, okay. I had I had Paul in though. I feel like West Side Story costumes were not a slam dunk here. It kind of was like... Oh, I thought they were a slam dunk. I thought. I'm glad it got in. Obviously, I predicted it, so... Yeah, because, I, I mean, I dropped Gucci for Cyrano, so... So I kept Gucci, and I did not have Cyrano. That was my switch, so there you go. But uh, Cyrano, great. Great costumes. Love it so much. Yeah. Um, you know, the the at least Cyrano is a, an Oscar nominee. I, I feel like it could have... I think most people probably feel like it, it could have... Uh, done better you know especially early on there were higher hopes for especially peter dinklage yeah, um, poor peter dinklage didn't even mention him when we were talking about the snubs 
I know. I mean, remember when he was like all over everybody's sad predictions and I had him in because I I love Zero. It was great. And, I mean, nobody's really talked about it or even seen it. It's still well, it's not still, out yet. Still not out. If you're watching this on Tuesday, it's February 8th. It's not even out yet. So I thought uh, when did I see this? I saw this like the end of October, like the day before I saw Spencer. <laughs> like you had, I think you had it on a panel or something. So you had to go see it. Uh yeah. So, but it, uh, you know, it, it could still call itself an Oscar nominee. So. Right. Uh, film editing joys. Don't look up. Hank Corwin made it in. Love it. Dune, uh, King Richard, Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom. So a couple of surprises here, actually. Pleasant surprises. Pamela Martin for, for King Richard, I think was like, I did not predict. And mm-hmm. uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Very shocking as well to me. And I, I, had I would love to see how many people had Tick, Tick, Boom in editing. I don't know. I was just like uh, Myron uh, Kirstein and Andrew Weisbaum. Way to go. I, them. I mean, that that is a a very manic movie. Yeah, it's great. Like in in mean, a good like way, a but it's, it's manic. Not not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, no. A lot of editing in that movie. So, most so there's editing. a lot of editing in that and Don't Look Up. And yeah. then uh, I, I actually think Don't Look Up could win here, Joyce. Or Hank Corbin. Yeah, I think so. Because I think it's going to be one of those where it's the most editing and he's a very well-respected editor who uh, could maybe get his first Oscar. That, w- that was my take here. Um, I can, I can just see Dune taking this. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how many below the line categories Dune will take. So, so I thought Dune would take a ton, but the fact that it only got 10 nominations, I'm also like, maybe like, maybe it won't. I don't know. You, you say that like 10 is nothing. <laughs> Well, 10 compared to like Power of the Dog getting 12. I don't know. I guess you could say Power of the Dog could win here too. Yeah, I mean, it really only missed director though because like I don't think anyone was predicting acting nominations for Dune. No. Justice for Rebecca Ferguson though. She was really good in it. Um, Hair and Makeup, Joyce Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. I I put Coming to America in here yesterday, so I got five for five. Way to go. Uh Pretty chalk here, though, otherwise, right? What was the... F- I'm trying to think who I had in here. I had a West Side Story in. Oh, for makeup. Underrated makeup, but I, probably too subtle for all these uh, very flashy ones. Yeah. So more of a hope diction there on my front because I just love West Side Story. But uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye feels like the choice to me, but I don't know. I guess we'll see how it plays mm, out. I could see, I could see Cruella taking this in costumes. Yeah, I don't know. Eyes of Tammy Faye, though, is part of the narrative is that she had so much makeup. Yeah, but I, I guess mm, we'll we'll see. What about House of Gucci for making Jared Leto look like uh, uh, Wa- Wa- Waluigi? Um, pass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> best original score, Joyce. This one we I got this five for five. I think you did too. Uh, Don't look up Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. I got I got four for five because I was in in my predicament to put Penelope back in. I was like, and at that point, I still had Parallel Mothers in screenplay yes. and Parallel Mothers in score. And I was like, it's not getting three nominations. So I dumped it from score and I wow. put in French Dispatch. But then my theory from last week proved to be true about how Alexander Despas does not get in unless it's for a top best picture contender. So I should just listen to myself more often. <laughs> you should. I think I ended up listening to you because I think I had French Dispatch and booted him out. But uh, I love seeing Nick, Nick Bertel here. Uh, I think the odds on favor is probably Hans Zimmer or Johnny Greenwood, but can we get Nicholas Bertel an Oscar? 
I hope so. Because uh, we only have one chance. This is yeah, his his one shot, not not two year, shots. This year. <laughs> it's not like uh Ben Short, not like Yasper. They can get only get one shot. No. It's not like Yasper. Yeah. If, if anyone hasn't watched the after party yet, uh watch it and then you understand what we're talking about next week one next week when we do these again we're going to shift from a succession stand podcast to an after party stand podcast probably yes. I'd imagine. yeah um but yeah uh i don't know i love all of these guys all of these nominees are great um I, I i probably would pick han zimmer to win his second oscar but i guess we'll see original song joyce uh be alive from king richard beyonce is now an oscar nominee uh dos orguitas i'm still saying that wrong right how do you say that Orguitas. Orguitas. Mm-hmm. I definitely am saying it like, you know, how I know I'm saying it wrong because uh, Leslie Jordan said it like I say it. And I was like, that's wrong because he hasn't said he didn't say Denny but, Villeneuve. But, right you know, right. you can say Denis Villeneuve. I could say that. But <laughs> the Dos Orguitas are in condo. Down to Joy from Belfast. We were so psyched for this. One. <laughs> wait, Van Morrison. Uh, no time to die for no time to die. And somehow you do. My girl, Diane Warren. Diane Warren, who you interviewed. I know. did it. She did it again. She's here. Her her lucky number thirteen. No Jay Z. No uh, Kid Cudi times two. I got no Ariana. So got, no Ariana Grande. So I got like swept out here because I only had I think uh, three of the five. Three of the five. Yeah, I had three out of five too. Um, but the the down to joy one. Wow. <laughs> so down to joy is great. That gives us a whole bunch of uh, forthcoming discourse. I'd imagine of whether Van Morrison comes and performs and. But you know, if if they have performances on the show this year, like, and he can't come, then they just have more time to do other. Maybe they can sing Bruno. Maybe well, sing Bruno. they're going to sing Bruno anyway. Yeah. Uh, I have Dos Orguitas winning here. Obviously, we've talked about this from Encanto. Seems like that will win just because uh, it's a great song. And then also Encanto is all great songs. So just give it an award for for a cumulative award. Um, just but I guess just we'll like uh, so Lynn can get his EGOT. Right. When, when it, this, this would be the definition. You know how people uh, actors win for the wrong movie. This would be winning for the wrong song. <laughs> right. Um, best production design, Joyce. Uh, this one actually kind of surprised me, but maybe not. Dune. Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy Macbeth, and West Side Story. No French Dispatch. Um, they uh, were not here for French Dispatch. So this is where you see like Power of the Dog overperforming. And when it got this mm-hmm. nomination, I was like, oh boy, it's definitely going, getting a lot. I, I was like, because <laughs> it was not necessarily expected. Yeah, and it, it got in uh, over Belfast. So it Correct. got it got these two, because Belfast, like we said, uh, did we talk about Belfast out of editing? That no, a, we didn't. Re- we did mention it, just didn't get nominated. Yeah, yeah. That's so a bad sign if you're going to pick it. Belfast missed that, and it also missed this. Although I don't know how many people were really predicting it for this. I mean, more people are definitely predicting Belfast for editing than production design because most of that yeah. movie just takes place on that street. So I mean, we talked about like the Fr- French Dispatch is a shock that it wasn't nominated here, honestly. Um, but I mean, I, it, it like could have won. So I assume based on the fact that it wasn't nominated, that it just was not a priority for vo- voters uh, to watch because it got no nominations at all. And it felt like at least it could have gotten. Yeah, I think it probably came out too early, which is funny since it was delayed a year. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I think Searchlight uh, was more focused in the later stages of the campaign on Nightmare Alley than French Dispatch. Yeah. And that paid off, obviously, because Nightmare Alley got a Best Picture nomination, which it was not expected to maybe. So, um, and it got, you know, a handful of crafts. So yeah, four, I think I got four nominations, but also mm-hmm. good for that. 
Uh, Sound Joyce, Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. No Tick, Tick, Boom. No Tick, Tick, Boom, but it did miss um, the sound mixing guild. So I actually replaced it with A Quiet Place Part 2. Wow. Uh, I get an either. So another wash for me. I had uh, I had four of the five. I had Tick, Tick, Boom. I, did, I could have. You had said last week we should both take out Tick, Tick, Boom and put in Power of the Dog. And I refuse to do that. And I should have just done that. Um, but, you know, you know, good for uh, Belfast and its riots getting it here. I interviewed the sound. I interviewed James Mather for a sound. I've, I've interviewed uh, some of these people here, Tara Webb and Oscar nominee, the West Side Story team. Look at me just interviewing all these people. So uh, and you didn't but, uh, jinx most of them. So no, shockingly, they, I did not. Jinx just just Tony Kushner <laughs> and West. And honestly, Tick, Tick, Boom, I did their sound, too. So uh, sorry about that, I guess, guys. Uh, best visual effects choice. Uh, this one is hilarious just because Free Guy is an Oscar nominee, which I think will be like a punchline for future uh, like Suicide Squad jokey things, right? Like no offense to Free Guy nominees and the effects are really cool, but it's not the type of movie you would maybe think is going to be an Oscar nominee, but it was among the visual effects nominees here with Dune, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and Spider-Man No Way Home. You were on No Time to Die. I laughed in your face and I was wrong. Uh, so, But you know what? That. We neither of us had Matrix, so no, we knew Matrix wasn't going to happen. I just didn't believe it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. My other two, I had Dune, Spider Man, and Shang Chi, and then my other two are King uh, Godzilla versus Kong and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, didn't work. Didn't happen. Yeah, I also had Godzilla versus Kong, which is I think that's kind of the crazier now, but it's just two monsters fighting each other. The entire movie is visual effects and the visual effects are awesome, uh, I would argue, but I guess didn't make it in. Uh, no Time to Die gets in. And then Free Guy, I mean, like I kind of slept on because uh, the wasn't the biggest fan of the film, but uh, there are a ton of visual effects in it, obviously. And it, uh, some really cool effects with like making Ryan Reynolds look like a giant bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> so I think that maybe takes the ghost. I had Ghostbusters Afterlife on the same idea where it's like you're visually recreating a, a, a person that's not there. like. Harold Ramis, but you know, free yeah, guy. I had free guy very early on and then I just eventually dropped it. So, so I have Dune winning here, Joyce, again, based on like mixing yeah. the, the love of practical effects with the fact that like they went into outer space again, great job out of the Dune team. But do you think Spider-Man could win? Um, I, don't, I mean, it'll be cool because the last superhero movie to win this was Spider-Man two. Right. So I would really like, and I think come full circle here. Hard to argue that this award show needs a little star power. So I think if they could get a Spider-Man Oscar, they should play that up. So I, I tweeted this, but they really need to get Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, and J.K. Simmons to present something together. Oh, wow. Great idea. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah, not, not this category, because I do not like it when people present categories in which their film is nominated. Right. Well, so. it's going to be tough then, because uh, Kirsten Dunst has 12 nominations to figure out. So maybe They, they could do like the like, shorts. The shorts. You know, uh, for animated feature Joyce, the nominees were I'm sorry, sorry, international features next on this list was Drive My Car, Flee, The Hand of God, Lun, uh, Luana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. I uh, yesterday switched out Worst Person in the World for Luana and I kept a hero in, but a hero got snubbed. Uh, I think for, most of us had a hero, and yeah, they got snubbed. <laughs> Asgar uh, Fahardi uh, snub there. Uh, Drive My Car, seemingly the overwhelming choice here, considering I got four amazingly yeah. large Oscar nominations. So, but worst person in the world hanging in there as well. 
probably like the runner up or maybe Flea because it's got three nominations, which we'll do here. Yeah, next. I won three, four, three. Animated feature Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchell's versus the Machines. And that fifth slot, which we had toyed with a lot, ended up being Raya and the Last Dragon. I had gone Sing 2 because I thought it was like coming on strong at the end. Uh, but Ryan, the Last Dragon, great movie, two Disney movies, and then a Pixar movie as well, getting in here. So, yeah, this, I, yeah, I, I just kept Raya. I was just okay. like, this, this kind of, I don't know. It's, it's not a very uh, strong category, I guess, you know. Well, uh, I would disagree. I think Encanto's great. I mean, like three of these five are like movies that I think kids will watch for like ever. And then, oh, like, no, but I, I just mean there's not like it was there was never an obvious front runner in here. No, no, all. no. I, I don't think I, Encanto has only to me become the front runner in the last like, because of Bruno because of the yeah. Bruno, and it's like just overwhelmingly sticky. So, um, and then these are the shorts, Joyce. I I gotta be honest. We talked about this. I was like, this is how you're gonna win or lose your Oscar pool. Uh, I made so many changes to my short predictions yesterday. So <laughs> I got nuked. Oh, you know what? I missed uh, I missed document. Oh no. Uh, we'll do the, Let's do documentary. And then we'll do the shorts because uh, just nuked documentary was Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul and writing with fire. So you should take a bow for writing with fire because you put it in. I did. I put it in yesterday. Yeah. I only, I, I got should, four for five out of here. I, I, I had the rescue, which I think most people did. So. so I had the rescue, I had procession and then like a fool. I had Attica in there. We literally talked about this and you're like, Oh, Attica would be a surprise. And I was like, yeah, I got really good reviews and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, again, I was like, man, Joyce probably right. And you know, it's going to get nominated Julia, <laughs> something basic like what? that. No offense to Julia, but I was like, that's a perfect uh, direct documentary feature nominee. Did we even talk about Julia last week? No, we didn't even <laughs> talk about it. And I switched it in. And it did not get anything. See, so I because I, I had I had both shuns. I had Ascension and Procession, and I was like, I don't think they're both going to get it. <laughs> and so I, I dropped Procession, um, just because even though I I think the movie is great, I think it and it's on Netflix, so very accessible. But I think it's mm. it's too much still of sort of a tough sit. Yeah. Um, and and Right with Fire has has done uh kind of well. So, but then last week we also talked about how this branch always has a huge snub somewhere. And it was right. like either going to be Summer of Soul or The Rescue, which was the two favorites. And, and it, it was, was The Rescue. rescue. Uh, thank goodness. I think Summer of Soul will win here. Uh, personally, I feel like that's like. I, I think the nomination was, you know, we were to say harder for it to get because yeah. it, it was, it could have been snubbed easily. Right. And that'll be cool. Questlove, get Questlove an Oscar. That'll be fun. And then the short choice, I'm just going to say, I got uh, so many wrong on these. I don't know about you. Uh, animated I, short. I got so many wrong because I made so many changes yesterday. This was like all I was changing yesterday. And if you made it this far and you're like, why? Like, this is why we should probably watch. Personally, I should watch. I, did you watch any of these before we were talking? I, about I watched some of them. Some of them. Um, I got to watch next year. I got to watch. Animated short was Affairs of the Art. Bestia, which which Oscar I had Robin, and I dropped it. <laughs> Robin Robin and the windshield wiper of that five. I got the windshield wiper and Robin Robin. So those are the two I got. Um, Same. I, I thought like I liked us again and I thought it was going to win. So I had that. So us first. again is a Pixar one, right? From like soul. Is that right? Mm, sure. What was it? Us again. Let me see. I'm Googling. This is great. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big like animated person in the first place so no it's not it's not it's soul thing it's just it's us again i'm sorry uh but it is a, it is a pixar thing 
So that's I think was it no, it can't be Seoul because that Seoul was last year. No, so no, that'd be one of no, the ones this year. No, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. Um <laughs> so anyway, that didn't get nominated. So so regardless. Uh I also had only a child and step into the river. I had seven the river. I also had the musician, which I also liked. So I just can't predict things I like, really. Mm, that's always the biggest that you you know, never predict what you like because you're always gonna like that's not what you want, right? I mean <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it's not like I'm in the tank for any of these, really. No. It's just it's trying to figure out what they would respond to. But there's always something Joyce, weird. For documentary short, uh, the nominees were Audible, Lead Me Home, The Queen of Basketball, Three Songs for Benazir, and When We Were Bullies. I actually got three of these five. Three Songs for Benazir, Queen of Basketball, and When We Were Bullies were like the tops of our odds, I'd say. And then I had Terror, Cont- Terror Contagion and Coded I, I only had two. <laughs> Lion and Decker. So I only had tough, three songs for Benazir and Queen of Basketball. Tough beat. Yeah. And then for uh, what's the last one? Live action short. This one nominees. I only got a whopping one because I changed so many. <laughs> I also got one. Uh, the nominees were Ala Akachu, Take and Run, The Dress, The Long Goodbye, which was the only one I got, which is makes Riz Ahmed an Oscar nominee again. Here in 2022, after being nominated last year for Best Actor, uh, on my mind and please hold. So a real tough beat here. If you want to know, like, if, why I got 64, percent it's not because I picked Lady Gaga to win. It's because I got killed in these short categories. Yeah, I only got the long goodbye as well. I I changed so many things out. Um, and and again, I like the criminals. <laughs> I predict that out of here. So yeah. Huh. Just me so was, uh, next year. I'm just not going to watch anything until the nominations. <laughs> yeah, but I did that this year and it didn't pay off for me. So I don't know. Maybe I got to like do it. Sometimes I don't know. It, it kind of depends because sometimes there's one year when I got four out of five in Doc Short. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, and I told you like my uh, process, which is not to pick the top five and the odds. Cause I feel like a lot of most people haven't actually watched these. So when they fill out their predictions, they're just moving over whatever the top five are really. Right. It's a little bit of like a, what's that word? Um, I forget what I'm trying to say. You know what it is. It's like, uh, <laughs> I don't even like know. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. You got it. You knew what I was thinking of. Thank you. I just totally blanked on what it was, but uh, yeah, that's what this feels like a lot of times with those. So, um, that's a choice. So, so like we said, Power of the Dog, the 12 nominations, just absolutely like legendary stuff from Power of the Dog. I guess we'll see if this is the first Netflix movie to win Best Picture. I kind of feel like it will be, but who knows? Uh, yeah, everything is lining up pretty well for Netflix uh, this year. You know, they probably thought they, they had it with Roma a couple years ago. So I feel like Power of the Dog is actually like combines the Roma with like the very watchability of having massive famous people doing things, you know? Yeah. And I also like that it did so well because I know like amongst Mm -hmm. film Twitter, people were railing it for having low audience scores, like with the general public. It's like, but the general public is not voting for the Oscars. No, the general like, public sure, it'll be great if the general public likes your movie, but right. Then we don't have best popular Oscar choice. They think they got best popular picture. Yeah. What would be best popular Oscar if we had that this year? Spider Man. Uh, yeah. Well, well, that, that here, here's the thing. If, if you, 
if they, we never went this far with that category because it lasted for what, like a month or maybe even less. I, think I don't know. When, of, when yeah, did they cancel the, it? <laughs> one of the many poor ideas they had that season. And uh, like, what if it was still been voted on by the Academy, right? So I, I don't know. It's not, it's not a people's choice award. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, Joyce, that's it. So I guess any, any last words here and we'll just sign off. We'll talk next week. And uh, um, I don't know. We go make your predictions. You can go make your predictions now. Make your predictions now. Yeah. And uh, apologies to John, but I decided I'm not going to retire, Joyce. I think I'm going <laughs> to stick this out, at least through these awards, to see what happens. Uh, we, we have to see this through because I, you know, in, in our column last week, I said there's going to be a few more twists than Best Actress. And, and we got one today. We got a big one, Lady Gaga. So, Just, man, there's, there's what's it be been like for Lady Gaga this morning? Um, probably kind of rough. She was, yeah. She definitely was uh, probably expecting to get nominated based on. I, I mean, I wouldn't blame her when she rightfully the only so. Right, who rightfully hit so. everything. Rightfully so. I, that is yeah. one of the that is one of the wildest snubs I would say that we've seen in a while. I guess I would say you know it's funny. Last week we'll wrap up here because we talked too long. But like I was thinking last week when we were talking about Kristen Stewart, one of the reasons I was like, oh, maybe she didn't work as a candidate or won't get nominated is because she's so famous that people can't like divorce her celebrity from her performance. And then I was like in the same breath. I was like, but I have Lady Gaga winning. And now I'm like, maybe that was like, I should have flipped that and thought of that for Lady Gaga. Well, also like, obviously Gaga has been nominated before. Right. But I mean, like she was nominated for like basically playing Lady Gaga, right. in Star is born, even if she wasn't, because she was a and singer. I feel like, people don't take her as seriously in another role. I, I did. I thought she should have won, but I could see that being a, a, a part of the reason why she didn't get in. I think she, maybe she's just too famous. Is it like in JLo thing? I don't know. Or they just didn't like the movie, I guess. We'll never, I think they just didn't like the movie, really just know. how it underperformed. And, right. you know, I mean, the, yeah, like the Grish pizza too. I don't think they hate that movie. Um, but I I guess I, it's it's interesting how it did better overseas. And I think that's just, you know, there's uh, been a lot of discourse uh, stateside about the Grish pizza and, you know, it's a uh, controversies or whatever. Uh, it's yes. kind of subsided, but I feel like uh, internationally people don't have those same hangups about no. what happens in that movie. I don't think, no, I don't think they do either. Uh, yeah. And I would like, say obviously like- she also played, well overseas it was like huge in the uk so i guess it makes sense that those movies did better there um but then it also like led us astray into thinking that like the international block or like the british block uh would carry like alana and kaga or or like solidify their nominations right uh that's it. I got, I got nothing else. This is fun. I'll talk, I'll talk to you later. But, uh, all right. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.